This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. How is that sort of the music bulldozer that would only get rid of punks? And Chad P. Nah, nah, don't even know. It's a blow to your ego and you know it. You want to be liked by everyone. Class is in. This is Rock School on the Rock School Radio Show Network Show. I'm just going to keep using the word show. My name is Joe Burns. Uh, I am a professor at Southeastern Louisiana University where the show emanates from. Who are you over there, young man? I'm cold. You're a little bit cold? Yeah. Why don't they have what happened? this? I don't know. You get here and they've got this studio so you can hang meat in here. Did we get blindfolded and taken to another state? I think we did. This is supposed to be Louisiana. Why is it so cold? It's freezing cold in here. I've got a topic today. That, and by the way, what's your name? Give JP. Your name. Yeah. I got a topic today that I went back and forth and back and forth, and I finally just came to you and said, what do you think? Should we do this? And you, of course, always sort of give the go-ahead. Yeah, let's do this topic. <laughs> it, some funny things will probably happen during the show today, but believe me, we're not trying to be funny on the show today. There are a lot of songs that you, the listening public, have on your iPod, have on your computer, have on your, uh, maybe you're old and have an 8-track tape player in your car, but you have these songs and you listen to them and you take these songs as pleasure. You dig them. Mm-hmm. You know, you bounce your head to them. You put up the devil horns. You, you know, you enjoy them. These songs, however, can be turned into interrogation music. <laughs> can be turned into torture music torture Torture music i mean there's no two ways about it that's awesome and we're going to talk about it today we're going to talk about the gitmo playlist as it's been termed yeah and whether copyright can be invoked by artists to stop people from using their music to torture (laughs) We're going to talk about what songs were used to stop people. Let me just give an example right off. We'll get into a piece of music, and then I'll talk about the research on it, uh, why music is used. And you think to yourself, you know, oh, man, you could play ACDC to me all day long, and I would dig it. Really? No. Really? Not according to the psychologists. You wouldn't (laughs) dig it all day long. In 1989, the United States invaded Panama. Yes. Going after Manuel Noriega. Yes. Noriega takes refuge in the Holy See's embassy December 24th. Merry Christmas. It's immediately surrounded by U.S. troops, and to get him to come out, they bombard him. Remember I told you there would be a little bit of comedy in here? Mm-hmm. 
they bombard him with Van Halen's song, <gasps> Panama. No! And it, they just play it again and again and again and again. It's so funny to some people. Remember the Drew Carey show? Yeah. Drew Carey would not leave his house. So what they did was pound Drew Carey's house in the show <laughs> with the song, Panama. That's awesome. Right. Here is, as we talk about this, again, we're not shooting for comedy, but some funny things are going to happen. This is Panama by Van Halen. Me, me. Yeah, me. in the back yeah. with the pink hair. No, yeah, I'm in ahead. the front. I'm in the front now. Yeah. I'm the only one in the classroom. <laughs> Moved up. Okay, I, I have a question here. Granted, there are some songs that I guess can be labeled as torturous songs, but when you play anything over and over and it's, over again, eventually it drives you insane. It's the Chinese water torture trick. Yeah, dude. Right. There's well, a you're great... probably the only person that can listen to the same Van Halen song over and over and oh, over no. again and still even, like it. Even I get tired ah, of them. Well, I'll go back to them. <laughs> There's a great book called Music as Torture, Music as Weapon by Susan G. Cusick. Pardon me. It's a, it's a website. She goes into a book called A Question of Torture by his historian Alfred W. McCoy. This whole thing, playing music again and again and again to manipulate people, to mm -hmm. torture them sure. all the way around, is called No Touch Torture. Okay, That's its name. It goes back to a research program funded by the OSS, the CIA, and the intelligence services of Canada and Britain in the years after World War II. Honest to goodness, they were trying to go against the Soviet success at brainwashing, and they supported research at Yale, Cornell, and McGill intended to learn how they might do the same. So what they did is they took subjects and they tried to find things that would get into these people's heads. And what they found was music, the repetitive nature of music. If you play it again mm -hmm. and again and again, it will get into their head. And not only that, it does it in a matter of days. Yeah. Physical torture can take a matter of weeks. Mental this torture, take long, huh? right, can do it in a matter of days. You sure it just has to be music? If your son was standing right here going, Dad, Dad, yeah. Dad. It'll drive me Dad. crazy in about 30 hey, seconds. All right, Dad. Right, it'll drive you nuts. But we're talking soldiers. Yeah. We're talking people from the battlefield. These guys, yeah, people. these guys are trained. Sure. So you, so and it will get in. So and I can break a Marine with Van Halen. You, again and again and again and again. Uh -huh. What they also got into was the fact that if it's music not of your culture. Uh-huh. So if you're, you know, if you play Van Halen for me, I'll probably break a lot longer mm -hmm. than somebody who doesn't know it. But if I play it for a guy like in, you know, Guatemala. Right. Then, you, or you bring me music from the Middle East, which I don't understand, which is so foreign to me. That's why they're always playing that Yoko Ono stuff. There you go. Oh, that all makes sense. And it doesn't have to be hard rock, because mm -hmm. everybody thinks that you do this, you're going to play Nine Inch Nails, you're going to blow down the walls. Do you remember in 1993, cult leader David Koresh? Oh, yeah, the Kool-Aid. Oh, yes, Down yes, in yes. Waco, Texas? Uh-huh, sure yeah. David Koresh 
had music blasted at him, and somehow they were able to figure out what songs were bothering him. Mm-hmm. Well, Billy Cyrus's achy breaky heart was used <laughs> to bother him. I know it seems funny. It is funny. But they also use Christmas carols. But for seven weeks straight, they pounded this guy with music. And the song they used mostly yeah. was Nancy Sinatra, These Boots Were Made for Walking. Seriously? I kid you not. <laughs> pounded this guy for seven weeks with massive sound systems. Yeah. So if you were inside the house, and you can really point music. I don't mm-hmm. want to get into, well, maybe I will a little later on the show, how you can direct music. Well, it sure. just doesn't go out. No, you know, sure like, you can. Yeah, you, you can, can channel literally it. You can channel, channel it. music. Uh-huh. So if you were inside that house, you couldn't think. If you were talking to somebody else, you would have had to have screamed at them mm-hmm. while Nancy is, these boots are made for walking. And this is what it sounded like, man. Rock school. You keep saying, and that's just what they'll do. Nancy Sinatra, these boots were made for walking, apparently all over David Koresh. I'm looking at other stuff they sent to him. Tibetan chants, uh, cavalry bugle calls, it, it, and again, Christmas carols. Well, the guy was religious. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they mocked his religion yeah. just a little That's bit. That's awesome. I hey, also, you remember the movie Ghost? I do. You remember how he got her to help him? I guess I don't. He sat in her bedroom and sang, I am Henry VIII, I am, over and over and over and over again until she finally caved in. It went to the other side. There you go. You can even get ghosts to (laughs) give up. Look at that. They had, uh, as I remember, in I think it was uh, uh, Gulf War II, they got people to come out and fight them by driving trucks uh, equipped with audio systems down where they knew the enemy was, mm-hmm. and in the language of the enemy, which I'm I'm not sure what it is, Iraqi, I assume. Okay, uh, but they would they would yell insults at them. And <laughs> Are young, you serious? Yeah, young seventeen, eighteen year old guys. Apparently, you could upset them enough that they would come running out, you know, and yell back at them, and it would oh, give Lord. away their Do positions. Oh Lord! you see like an Iraqi Michael J. Fox coming out? Nobody calls me yellow. Bang! Bang! Yeah. And wow! They would get people out doing that. <laughs> it's the simplest of tactics. Sure. These things, I talked about shooting uh, audio at the David Koresh house in Waco, Texas. Yeah, yeah. These things are called long-range acoustic devices. And if you think of sound as pressure, Mm -hmm. which is what it is, the reason your ears hear is because there's an eardrum and it vibrates. Mm -hmm. And the reason it sounds louder is because your eardrum vibrates harder because I'm throwing sound harder at the eardrum. That's right. Just note that the ear body part is called the eardrum. Right. Not the ear guitar. Thank you very much. These long-range acoustic devices, or LRADs, as or LRADs, they have the ability to point music at specific things. And if you take multiples of these and point them and cross them, where the two of them cross, the pressure can be so hard, it will literally knock somebody down. Sure. It can be that hard. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Put the Hulk down. <laughs> that well, yeah, that's about that's a nice representation of how it uh, pressurized sound waves. Yeah, right. Troops used 
these LRADs, to blast Australian metal group ACDC's music <laughs> against Iraqi insurgents. This was uh, developed by American Technology Corporation, ATC, and had been used to also repel pirate attacks in Somalia and to throw sound at bystanders at stores and conventions around product displays, which they're not supposed to be around. That, <laughs> doesn't that just make us cool? I guess. We beat the snot out of you with rock and roll. <laughs> baby that's how we got you they're they're nicknamed non-lethal weapons no they're lethal oh that well yeah you can about as lethal as these weapons right here yeah look at guns do you have tickets to the gun show (laughs) you can also make it so you fire a specific uh frequency to the point where the cilia and the structure of your ear Mm -hmm. vibrates to the point where you become violently ill yeah dude yeah it's bad news so if you wonder what it sounds like, if uh, you happen to be on a ship, because if you remember that Somali coast there for a while, I don't know if they're still doing it. It's just not in the news. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering if you were a Somali pirate and you were on your way up to a, a ship, point the speakers and it sounds like this. You know, it, there it was in Iron Man. It sounded cool on Iron Man, but you could actually use ACDC to bang, repel these pirates. Shoot the thrill with music on Rock School. Well, I hope you're happy. I, why would I? Why would I? Because not be now happy? all of our uh, yacht listeners. Yacht? Uh, yeah, the people that listen to us on a yacht. On a yacht. They're going to okay. be uh, blowing everybody away. Be like, ahoy, <laughs> hi, I'd like to come and have lunch with Boom. you. Boom. ACDC, sure. Well. I have a question. All right, we're in the first break, so go ahead. When you pitched the idea of a torture songs show, right? I took it the opposite direction. I didn't think everybody was going to be torturing people with metal, with ACDC and stuff oh. like that. I thought it was going to be more along the lines of yeah. Barry Manilow yeah, or my, my first concert. Yeah, your first concert. Well, yeah, yeah, you kind of, you know. Uh, believe it or not, I have it. It's hang on. It's ah uh, here. Here we are. Barry Manilow was used. In New Zealand's town of Christchurch recently, they blasted this guy through the Central Mall District to drive away local punks who had been littering the area with graffiti and drinking in public and doing drugs. That'll get them. Now, the question to me is, how is that sort of the music bulldozer that would only get rid of punks? I don't litter, I don't do graffiti, but I'm certainly not going to continue walking through the mall while Time in New England plays. Well... At such high decibels. No, they probably figured it was a universal uh, torture song. It doesn't... It's not... uh, Barry Manilow does not discriminate. No, he doesn't. It doesn't matter what type of uh, lifestyle you live. Barry Manilow will take you you out. Yeah, he'll take you down. (laughs) That's right. Not a lot of people know this, but he's got a black belt in killing you. Sesame Street... Was also used for interrogation. Oh, now that's that's sad. I don't like to hear right. That. Christopher Cerf, C E R F, is the guy who wrote the song Sesame Street, and it says here that he was absolutely horrified <laughs> to learn that his song was used in military interrogations. And to go one further, yeah. Bob Singleton wrote the song. 
I love you. Oh, no, that's... You love me. I might get up and walk out right now. Yeah. That's horrible. He wrote in the Los Angeles Times, it is ludicrous that a song that was used and designed to make little children feel safe and loved mm-hmm. is somehow used to threaten the mental states of adults and drive them to the emotional breaking point. Oh, goodness. Cry me a river, why don't you? Wow, are you callous? Well, you're just whining, you know? It's being used for something. It has a purpose. It's not just sitting there collecting dust. Wow. I'm just saying. What if it, What if the interrogation was actually done by a large purple dinosaur? Well, so, see. Hello there, KLSU. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. They have lots of purple dinosaurs i guess Runner, I, I wondered where you were going with lost that. my jokes yeah it made my me jokes. nervous so hey get us on it's facebook search rock school radio show and uh, like us you really like us uh, we've got a reporter in the studio right now yell hi reporter where hey, hey see there's a reporter in the studio he, i said yell hi he yelled hey see right on the money the reporter is and uh, when his story prints we'll put it up on facebook uh, thanks a lot for being here say hey again hey i see he said hey that time back in a minute rock school Okay, one to get to the bottom of the hour here. Are we the only world entity that does this? No, uh, can't no be. we no. are not. No. As a matter of fact, we're also not the only one that concerns ourselves with whether this is good or bad. January 12th, 1998, the Supreme Court of Israel mm-hmm. decided to ban the use of loud music as an interrogation technique. Why? How about that? I'm sure they considered it too brutal, if you would. Mm. Some musicians, however, say they're proud of their music. Some We're going to talk very soon <laughs> about uh, what we call the Gitmo playlist mm-hmm. and how many musicians lose their mind over the fact that this is being done. But some musicians say they're proud of their music being used in interrogation. Those include Steve Benton of Drowning Pool. Uh, he's performed in Iraq uh-huh. and uh, stated that one of his uh, one of his favorite songs Bodies was used and said he's okay with it. Yeah man. Actually a little proud uh, of it being done. This is Drowning Pool. Bodies to get us to the bottom of the hour on Rock School. Bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Let's get the names out of the way. I'm Joe Burns. Chad P. We're talking about torture songs here. One guy in the military, I don't know that I want to give his name, but he's a staff sergeant. Let's call him Staff Sergeant. He attempted to see if this stuff really works, so he allowed himself really to be tortured oh dude you don't do that have you ever heard of bruce banner no a a lot test yourself i guess a lot of people did remember when waterboarding was was really in the news a lot of people allowed themselves to be waterboarded well let's just see how it really (laughs) it's really unpleasant (laughs) so this guy for 20 hours allowed himself to be hit with loud music and he didn't use middle eastern music he used music knowledgeable to himself Mm -hmm. he used eminem's slim shady and something he doesn't say what it is but something from dr dre yeah and he said nonstop over and over apparently a lawyer was involved because he told all this to his lawyer 
The CIA worked on people, including me, day and night for these hours. And he said, I just about lost my mind. Wow. Yeah, and he knew the music. How about that? Hmm. Coming out, we're going to start talking about something called the Abu Ghraib and Guantanamo Bay playlist. And this comes from a, uh, a piece of work called Am I a Torturer by Justine Chirac. Mm-hmm. Come out, and it came out in 2008. But first, seven days, 70 seconds on these dates. We do this at the bottom of the hour every show. October 1 through October 7th. Chad has Monday go. October 1, 1967. Pink Floyd arrives in New York City for their first United States tour. October 2nd, 1997. Juanita Evans files suit against the Wu-Tang Clan's members RZA and Method Man claiming they distracted her at their concert and so she should not see the other Wu-Tang member named Red Man jump off the stage. So what? Well, when he jumped off the stage, he landed on her and Oops. knocked her unconscious. Oh, goodness. October 3rd, 1992, Sinead O'Connor tore a picture of the Pope saying... Yes. Fight the real enemy. She was singing an a cappella version of Bob Marley's War at the time. October 4th, 1996, Van Halen announces Gary Sharon would be the new lead singer of the band. Gosh, that was awful. <laughs> October 5th, 1962, the Beatles released their first single ever, Love Me Do in the UK. October 6th, 1976, as a sign of the apocalypse, disc jockey Rick D's song Disco Duck becomes only the fourth single in the U.S. ever to be granted platinum status. Disco Duck yes, platinum. Oh, God, it's hideous. It really is. And then finally, October 7th, 1957, RCA announced it had received the largest ever advance for an album, half a million requests for Elvis's Christmas album. Nice. Okay, moving along. Non-touch torture at Abu Ghraib, Ghraib, or Grab, I'm not sure, I've heard it pronounced both ways, and Guantanamo Bay. This again comes from Am I a Torturer by Justine Chirac. What got played? What got played? We're going to go into it, but here are just some of the pieces of music that we think were played. Drowning Pool, Bodies, Yeah. Uh, take Your Best Shot, Dope, Shoot the Thrill, ACDC, Click, Click, Boom, Salvia. This is all heavily distorted metal songs. Born in the USA, Bruce. We'll accept that. Yeah. Dirty, Christina Aguilara. <laughs> I'm sure they did that on purpose because it was a female uh-huh. and she was talking about sex. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. And this one, we'll get into it in more detail in just a minute. Bulls on Parade. Ooh. Rage against the machine. Well, they probably like that. Yeah, might have. Rock's good. Second break here on Rock School. Let's talk Guantanamo Bay. Now we the the Guantanamo playlist is what a lot of musicians are interested in, or what's known as the Gitmo playlist. Mm-hmm. Number one, do they even do this? Do they do non-touch torture at Gitmo? It depends on who you ask. A guy named Binyam Mohammed, now a prisoner at Guantanamo Bay, says yes. They do do it. Uh, he states that he saw men uh, that wound up screaming and smashing their heads against walls, unable to endure more. However, a spokesperson 
For Guantanamo's detention center, Navy Commander Pauline Storham states she wouldn't give details about how and when music had been used at the prison, but said it isn't used today. She would not respond when asked whether it might be used in the future. FBI agents, however, stationed at Guantanamo Bay reported numerous instances in which music was blasted at detainees, stating tactics like that were common there. So... Who does it? I don't know. Is it used? Is it not used at the place? The United States 361st Psychological Operations Company states they currently use heavy metal music, among other things, as a form of torture. That's Mm. the word that's here in the story. According to Sergeant Mark Hasdell, quote, these prisoners haven't heard heavy metal And they can't take it. If you play it for 24 hours, your brain and body functions start to slide. Your train of thought slows down and your will is broken. That's when we will come in and talk to them. (laughs) So that's the the thought process around it. So is there a Gitmo playlist? Some people say yes. Some people say no. Have people asked for the Gitmo playlist? Yes. So we'll take a quick break, take our one-minute break here, and when we come out of it, I'll tell you how people are trying to get the Gitmo playlist. Because if you were a musician, Mm -hmm. would you want your music played at Gitmo? Yes. Would you? I wouldn't. Why? I I just wouldn't. I I don't know that I could sleep at night. It would drive me crazy. I would, because I would be doing a service. Would you? Because those are bad guys. At this point... I'm glad to know that I can help out. At this point, you and I are split on that. I would just have to say no. And if we were in the same band... That'd be rough. Yeah, we'd have a little, might have a Van Halen break there. I might have to go get Gary Sharon. Hey, uh, thanks for running the radio show, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. And WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. We thank each and every one of our affiliates, part of the Rock School Radio Network. You bet. Back in a minute to talk about the Gitmo playlist and who wants it on Rock School. wrong with you what do you mean what oh because do i you want to be liked by everyone I, it why just, do you not why would you not want your music if you had an opportunity yeah. to yeah. do a service to your country well, this I, you, man you, this you man phrase, is suspected in terrorism we suspected. cannot yeah we cannot get him to talk you're we need answers the question what stars and stripes you're phrasing the question I, you know, I just... We can't make this man talk. You wrote a song that we yeah. believe, if we play over and over and over again, we'll crack him. such a song? Well, nah, 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 don't even, no. It's a blow to your ego and you know it. You want to be liked by everyone. Oh, well. He's a bad man. Well, that would, it would bother me. I would have a hard time going to sleep at night. It would bug me a little bit. I, I don't have a better reason than that. I'd let him use my song and sleep like a baby. Would you? Yes! I'd call you at 3 o'clock in the morning and wake you up. Probably play, playing your song. <laughs> Probably. The Gitmo playlist. Do music copyrights cover enhanced interrogation? Meaning, mm-hmm. since I own the copyright, can I tell the U.S. government, uh-uh, you don't get to do it? Here are the people that are attempting to do that. Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, Tom Morello, Rage Against the Machine, uh, other people, R.E.M., Pearl Jam, Roseanne Cash, Roots, uh, all these people have filed a, a bill with the Freedom of Information Act asking the government to release the records pertaining to the use of music 
used to interrogate prisoners. They want all that declassified. Yeah. A lot of people believe that the Gitmo playlist, which they don't they don't know right offhand, reads like a college student's iPod, Metallica, Britney Spears, Drowning Pool, Eminem, Bruce Springsteen, Bee Gees. Uh, and not all of these musicians have signed the uh, Freedom of Information Act request, but these people who have signed it want to know if their music is on there or not. And if their music is on there, can they use their ownership? Can they use their copyright to say, nope, you can't do it? Then again, it may be that a group says, like you, fine, go ahead and use it. A guy from Drowning Pool says, yep, go ahead, mm-hmm. use it. I, I would say no, but you would say But see, sure. why are they in such an uproar about the copyright? Is that, does it have think, anything to do with money? No, no, no. I think it's something they can hang their hat on to – the U.S. government won't pay them. No, I, I realize that. it's something yeah. they can hang their hat on to say, you don't get to use it, period. Copyright is something they get to use. When they say, if, why? You'd be doing a service to your country without having to join the military. All we want to do is use your song, and you're going to say no? Tell, talk to Tom Morello. He'll probably give you Oh, much don't bring him same. up. You know I like him. Uh, he'll probably give you same, much the same answer I do. Here is somebody I'm sure would say no as well. This is R.E.M. What's Frequency, Kenneth? Supposedly a song that was used and is on the Guantanamo playlist. Right here, Rock School. <laughs> think about it i can actually changing your mind no 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 no. not at all no i stand my ground okay i can actually recall a time where i was actually part of something of this nature and i'll tell you right quick i used to listen when i was 14 or 15 years old used to listen to this little pop radio station in baton rouge yeah and at the time they play things again and again and again (laughs) snoop dogg's new single was coming out and i but i don't this could have been a publicity stunt i have no idea the the on-air disc jockey claimed that the program director, the boss, was not going to allow him to play Snoop Dogg's song unless the people want to hear it. So call me. So what they did was they played Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Drove you insane. And he said, I'm going to play this until we get 100 callers who want to hear Snoop Dogg. We're going to play the boss's favorite song, Cotton Eye Joe, (laughs) until we get enough calls demanding that we play Snoop Dogg. It took, I don't know, 15 minutes. Well, that's, you know, as a disc jockey, that's funny. But it also could mean people just change the channel. Well, possibly, yeah. yeah but he got his 100 calls. He got or his 100 calls. at least he stated he, he stated he did, yeah. Calls. Well, look, hey, he played it over. And I stayed tuned because right. I was like, I want to see what's going to happen. I listened to a guy out of, out of uh, Los Angeles who does a, a show about law. And it's it's much more entertaining than I just made it sound. But when he doesn't have phone callers, he plays Rocket Man by the guy from Star Trek, uh-huh. uh, Will, uh, William Shatner. Yeah, 
He said, if you're not going to call me, I will torture you. Here it comes. That's the word he uses. And That's he plays, awesome. you know, I'm a rocket man. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> Gotta love it. Let me give you a little bit uh, more information, then we'll get out of here with a song by Metallica. Metallica's all over these lists. Uh, they're used a good bit. The United Nations and the European Court of Human Rights have banned the use of loud music in interrogation. However, it is still being used widely. The term torture is sometimes used to describe the practice. While it is acknowledged by U.S. interrogation experts that it causes discomfort, they claim that it has no long-term effects. Mm. So, and finally, you ask me, you know, what? why do people not want this to be used? This is straight from uh, Trent Reznor. Uh, March of the Pigs is one of the songs that's supposedly on the Gitmo playlist uh, from Nine Inch Nails. It's difficult for me to imagine anything more profoundly insulting, demeaning, and enraging than discovering music that you've put your heart and soul into creating and have been used for torture. If there is any legal operation that can be realistically taken that will be aggressively pursued with any potential monetary gains donated to human rights charities, thank God this country has appeared to side with reason and we can put so-and-so administration's reign of power, greed, lawlessness, and madness behind us. So, wow, Trent. Yeah. We like our adjectives and adverbs, don't we? Well, so there you go. You know, not again, I state, not everyone is going to be happy with it or like it. Right. I understand that you put your heart and soul into it. And guess what? There are people out there that are just going to hate it. Right. And that's just the bottom line. I'm sorry. So take what you've done. Take this gift. Take this beautiful thing that you have produced from your heart and soul mm-hmm. and use it for something. Use and, it for multiple things. Okay. I, you know, you and I differ on that. And that's, you know, that's, that's the good thing about the freedom of this country. We can just disagree, and that's that. Well, the thing is, I'm right. So that's the show. Uh, I, hope, uh, I hope it was at least entertaining, and uh, I hope... Nobody got offended. So there you go. <laughs> Except you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Class is dismissed.